0: I love the power and the beauty of words. Um, There are so many words in the English language um, that we can express things with an incredible amount of nuance. Um, We borrow words from many different languages that sort of come together to form what we call English. However, uh, there is one particular area in which uh, our English language is a bit impoverished and that is around love something that we hear about all the time something that we sing about we hear you know songs on the radio we see stories uh in the movies and books love is all around us but we just have that one word now interestingly um there are you know translations can make a big difference in the way we understand things so you probably know that at the uh, eight o'clock service, uh, we use Rite One, which is the more traditional uh, Elizabethan-style language. And in uh, this service, we use the contemporary translations. So I'm always, uh, it's always interesting to me, because I get to hear both of them, uh, how some things are translated just a little bit differently in each. And in today's collect of the day, uh, up here, we prayed, uh, O oh Lord, you have taught us that without love, whatever we do is worth nothing. That's a nice thought. But there we have that word love, that sort of generic catch-all word. Now, if you were down at the eight o'clock service, you would have heard um, that without charity, whatever we do is worth nothing. And I think possibly the reason for that change in translation was that um, in our, you know, we know, the meanings of words change over time. And when we hear charity today, we think of sort of uh, do-gooding, that kind of thing, that uh, a charitable work, a gift of charity. But it actually comes from that Greek word, "caritas," And the Greeks have numerous words for different types of love. And this "caritas" is this love of God. Of course, we have uh, the, the friendly kind of love, phileo, we have uh, agape, eros, you know, all those different types of love are much more fleshed out in Greek than they are in English. And so I like that word charity. And if we can somehow in our minds uh, take out that modern notion of charity as a, an action or a thing, and more have it be more of a, a way of being or a feeling that we have towards other people. And that caritas is that love that God has towards us. And so we, we of course, have heard Jesus say in the past, love one another as I have loved you. Of course, we know that's, that's, a, that's a pretty tall order, but it's, it's this grounding of everything we do in God's love that makes it worth doing, that makes things worth believing, makes things worth sacrificing for. And so that leads us, of course, to this continuation that we have of Jesus's words to uh, to this great crowd of people. Last week, we heard from uh, Luke's account, his uh, Beatitudes. But in Luke's version, we have the the blessed are you if, you know, fill in the blank, and then woe to you if, fill in the blank. And so Luke, uh, in his writing, likes to have this um, sort of yin and yang, if you will, this dichotomy, two-sided coin, however you want to uh, phrase it. And so again, uh, we get that sort of theme going as we pick right up because last week we left off with the uh, 26th verse of the sixth chapter of Luke and here we pick up with the 27th so we're going right in a straight line we're not jumping around at all as we sometimes do and so Jesus again is saying things that are astounding I I think they're astounding even today because uh, what he does and what he says and the example he sets throughout his whole life and in the the words that we have recorded of him saying today. All that he does and all that he is is the polar opposite of what human nature would have us do and be and how it would have us act. Jesus tells us to love our enemies, to do good to those who hate us, to bless those who curse us and pray for those who abuse us. And he goes on to say, if anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. Turn the other cheek, as it's somewhere, sometimes put. And he goes on to uh, say these sort of astounding things about how we should act in our lives. And I don't think Jesus is against us uh, having people who love us or having people around us who care. Um, it is it's sort of dire the way he puts this, but I think he does that to really underscore and to highlight his points, to make, to really drive it home to us. Remember when he says to his disciples, you know, they, they fight over who will be uh, greatest among themselves. They in numerous, a number of places want to sit at his right hand or his left hand in glory. And they ask for these incredible things out of their ignorance, out of their humanity. <clears throat> but what Jesus points them to again and again is trying to look through his eyes, trying to look through those heavenly eyes, telling them, whoever is first among you must be last, and whoever is greatest must be the servant of all. And so here he goes again with, uh, with these same types of exhortations to the people. Now, <clears throat> what we are Being called to do here though is again to look at the world and to look at one another through the eyes of God we have all these things that we put up these false barriers that we put up between each other Um, and you can name as as many as I probably could and there are things that we use to separate each other Um, we are in and, and sometimes to isolate ourselves because you know we go through this world, it's a broken world, it's a world uh, filled with sin, it's a world filled with pain, a world with, in which we experience disease and suffering. And so it's easier, I think, for us to cocoon ourselves and to fool ourselves into thinking that we can do it all on our own and that we don't need other people and that we've got all the right answers and we don't need to listen to other people or. Uh, or respect them. And so what Jesus is trying to tell us to do is to to let all that go. Let go of that baggage. Let go of that fear. And it's a really hard thing to do. But we, nevertheless, we try. You know, we, we don't always succeed, but we try because we know that we have his great example to follow. We know that because he died on the cross for us, we have the strength and power to do that. We know that if we fall... He will bear us up. And so when you look at it from this perspective, it becomes a little bit more doable to take those steps day by day, week by week, year by year. And as he tells the people to be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven and give, and it will be given unto you. So you can see that that, that caritas, that charity with which we, in which we base everything that we do in our relationship with God and one another, it becomes charity in the sense that we understand it uh, of doing good and spreading love to other people. And you can be very uh, proud of the work that goes on in this parish, in terms of spreading love and charity and hope to people. This happens on a global scale as we reach out to people across the oceans that we will probably never meet. And it happens right here in Tuxedo when we reach out to our very next-door neighbors. And we give that helping hand, that hand up, that allows people to then... Uh, live into their potential and become all that they can be and to show that love of God back into the world. Because you see, we never get diminishing returns from these things. Um, We we get caught up, again, in the worldly eyes of, of economics. But in God's economics, these things, they never end. They just keep going and multiplying. It makes no sense at all. But it, there it is. The teachings of Jesus are turning the world upside down, turning the world on its ear. And he says, as he says, give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put in your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. And so let us always remember that everything we do in the name of Christ, we do through God's love, which gives us the strength to do it and to do it well and to have it really be meaningful and impactful in this world. And in so doing, we spread God's kingdom and God's love until he comes again. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.